Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Her Journey to Self podcast. My name is Tamara and I am your host. Thank you so much for hanging out with me for another episode this week. Man, (laughs) this is going to be a very vulnerable episode for me. The whole premise of the podcast is about vulnerability, but some episodes are more vulnerable than others, and this is definitely one of them. Today, I want to talk about emotional weight, what it is, what it feels like, what it looks like, how it shows up, how it expresses itself, how it impacts you and others, the burden that it is. My goal with this episode is really to start a conversation, to shed light, to create space for other people to recognize themselves in my testimony or create space and freedom for them to share their own struggles, to empathize. I often think about this when I'm working out, of course, (laughs) and I think what influenced this episode was watching Fit to Fat to Fit. So if you aren't familiar, um, I learned about Drew Manning from watching the Model Health Show podcast, and he's a personal trainer who felt that he wasn't able to fully empathize with his clients because he's never struggled with weight loss. So he came up with this brilliant idea to walk in their shoes, essentially. So he intentionally lived like his clients. He put on weight. I believe the first time he did it, he put on 75 pounds. He did not work out. He was eating a lot of fast food, a lot of processed food. He ended up with like a fatty liver. (laughs) insane. He felt that he was missing the emotional connection and he did this so he could go on the weight loss journey with his clients because he learned that it's not just physical, far from it. So now there's a series where trainers who also have never struggled with weight um, put on weight and then they go on the journey of weight loss with their clients. Now, I do have some criticism about the series because there is a huge difference between intentionally gaining weight in a selected time frame for an experiment versus struggling to drop weight or struggling in your wellness or fitness journey because of insecurity or depression or access, or just anything. It's the the day in and the day out that they can't account for. That battle can't be replicated. The history of the client, the why behind the struggle. So they can only get a snippet of what it's truly like to be the client. And sometimes it's a little funny because they spend four months putting on weight, not working out at all. And then they meet with their clients for the very first workout. And the trainers are all like, oh, yeah, I've just been dying for this. And they're not at peak level because, you know, they haven't worked out in four months, but they're still powering through this workout. And the client is just standing there looking at them like, oh, yeah, I wish this was harder for you. You still don't understand. (laughs) I mean, because they still have that muscle memory and the psychological aspect isn't there fully. Granted, the journey back to being fit, they do have similar feelings, you know, insecurities about their bodies 
uh, a little struggle with the workout, but it's just not the same. But anyway, you can find some of the episodes on YouTube if you want to check it out. But when I'm going through an emotional battle, it definitely affects my fitness. So now I'm fighting two battles. And I've probably mentioned this before that everything for me becomes a goal. I know that for a lot of people, fitness becomes healing. It becomes an outlet. And I don't know if it even started out like that for me because I'm always so focused on hitting a goal and being successful so much so that I made a career out of it. (laughs) I became a fitness professional. I found another purpose and I added more pressure onto myself because not only have I trained, I've become certified. So now I'm telling myself I should not let my excuses win. I should no longer struggle because if I do, then I'm a fraud. How can I call myself a professional? So there's that emotional weight. At the present moment, I'm dealing with the emotions from pre-pregnancy and post-pregnancy because when I found out I was pregnant, I was not happy with where I was physically. And then I was upset with myself for not being able to, quote unquote, get my life together before finding out that I was pregnant. And now that I am pregnant, I'm stressed about not gaining too much weight. And now, although I have lost the pregnancy weight, I'm still not where I want to be physically. So now I'm stressed about that again. And then I'm still mad at myself for, quote unquote, not being able to get my life together in spite of everything that has occurred. I am well aware that I had a baby at the beginning of a pandemic and that I wasn't able to go back to work and that I had to move out of my apartment and I had to move home and that I basically became a stay-at-home mom and that I had to go weeks. I still have to go weeks sometimes with my husband traveling, going out of town, and I'm at home with the baby. There has been a lot of change. These are huge changes. These are hard changes, but I still believe that I should be able to succeed, to super succeed in spite of all of it. I do not give myself enough grace. So when I'm in the middle of a workout, it's not just the extra weight that I'm carrying that makes the workout harder. It's the emotional weight. It's the moments when your body knows that it can push harder, but your mind refuses to because your emotions are so heavy. It feels like metal chains have been tied to each one of your limbs and the effort to lift just a finger becomes enormous. And I know that all of this is very figurative, but the experience is extremely literal. And I know that I relate a lot of it to fitness, but it doesn't have to necessarily show up in only your fitness journey. Emotional weight is heavy. We're all probably walking around with some type of emotional baggage caused by stress, failure, change, disappointment, trauma, anything. That emotional weight starts to infiltrate your body. And yes, it can show up as actual weight, but it can also show up as pain inside of your body. 
your joints, uh, stomach aches, headaches. It can show up as pain on the body, tension in your neck and shoulders and your back. I know that I carry a lot, probably all of my stress in my shoulders and my back, which is why I'm constantly asking my husband for a massage. So if you think about it, we are constantly living out of our emotional suitcase. The purpose of luggage is to safely transport your belongings from one place to another. And a really good piece of luggage has multiple compartments, so you can really fill it up and keep everything nice and organized. And that's the thing. I think that's really how we trick ourselves because we know we have this emotional baggage, but at least our baggage is organized. (laughs) Everything is in its place. My insecurities are over here. My trust issues are over here. And we fool ourselves into thinking that one does not affect the other. But that is a lie. Here's the thing with living out of your suitcase. You create an atmosphere of mess and clutter. And sometimes that mess starts to stink because nine times out of 10, you have some belongings in there that need to be thrown in the wash. So not only have you created an atmosphere of mess, you've created an atmosphere of funky mess. (laughs) But we get used to the smell. But we also know that the smell is there. So we start to isolate because we don't want anyone else to smell it. We don't want anyone else to even know that it's there. We don't want people to know that we've been home for a week, maybe a month, and we still haven't unpacked. (laughs) So we hold it in. We keep it to ourselves and we just keep adding more and more and more. And this emotional weight just keeps getting heavier and heavier, and heavier. It robs us of our joy. It robs us of our tenacity, of our ambition. It robs us of our relationships. And I'm not here to say, just get up and do it. Just get over it. Although I say that to myself too much, but I know it doesn't work because I know the why behind the struggle. There is a why behind your struggle. You're not lazy. You're not broken. You're hurt. You're tired from carrying this heavy load, probably all by yourself for far too long. So let's start here in this moment right now. Because I know this is typically the moment where we want to walk past that overflowing suitcase instead of dealing with it. But look at it. Pick it up. Understand how heavy it is. Yes, I want you to feel it. Because it's real. Acknowledge it. Live in this moment. This moment is hard. I know that you just want to shove it in a corner and ignore it, but it's still there. It is still there collecting dust. Face it. It's there. It is there. Now, breathe. It's time to unpack. And we don't have to do it all at once. One item at a time. Let's unpack it. How I unpack is going to look differently from how you unpack. 
but I want us to work from the inside out. And this is the first step to acknowledge it. Spend some time here. Maybe write out what you're feeling or speak what you're feeling. Maybe write a list of the things that need to be cleaned out. Make a plan for how you're going to clean it out. Create a routine. Most importantly, I want you to acknowledge the time that it is going to take. It is a process. For this episode, I really didn't want to run down a list of things to do because I think oftentimes we get lost in systems before we truly understand where we are. Before we bring true awareness to the root cause, we just jump right on in. But I think this is necessary to really allow ourselves to feel it, to see it, to really understand where we are. And if this episode has been triggering for you, I want you to take some time to recover. You may need to meditate. You may need to pray. You may need to listen to some music. You may need to cry. This part is important too. The in-between of acknowledgement and execution. Come back to a place of equilibrium. Come back to your breath. So let's just take a moment to breathe. There is healing in this moment. You just have to be willing to receive it. You have to be willing to work for it. You are worthy of healing. You are worthy of transformation. You are worthy. I appreciate each and every one of you so much for showing up weekly to listen to me or to watch me share my heart. I will be forever grateful. Thank you for giving me space to speak. So let's chat in the comments if you are watching on YouTube or you can head on over to Her Journey to Self on Instagram. So thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I hope you've been encouraged. Until next time, peace, love, and light.